Welcome to Lawler Out Loud, and thank you for listening. I'm your host, Christy Lawler, and this podcast focuses on highlighting the amazing men and women that make a difference in the world. And we hope to prove that every single person has the power to make a difference and make an impact. Today's guest is Chef Brother Luck. So first, let me thank you, Chef, for joining us to share your story and your experiences in our industry. Absolutely. You know, I think it's important to, to share your story so you have the ability to, to inspire somebody else with it. So testifying and, and getting out there and raising awareness is, is extremely important. I couldn't agree with you anymore. <laughs> um, so tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, we were connected through a mutual friend. And uh, so I don't know much about you. So this is going to be very exciting to learn <laughs> about you. So yeah, like your background, like everything about you. Yeah. Um, so I'm a chef owner, entrepreneur, uh, motivational speaker, writer, kind of all, all the above. Um, I own two restaurants here in Colorado. Uh, one's called Four by Brother Luck. One's called Lucky Dumpling. Um, Lucky's inspired by, you know, my time growing up in the Bay Area, but also uh, working in Asia. Uh, Four is my Southwestern upscale restaurant. Um, I do a lot of television. So I was on season 15 and season 16 of Top Chef uh, as a competitor in Last Chance Kitchen. Um, and then, yeah, I'm all over Food Network doing crazy stuff. And, uh, you know, at the same time, just trying to try to be a part of my community. That's awesome. That's really cool. I love it. Two seasons. Was that like an all-star season too? No, I, you know, they, they, they reached out to all of us about the all-star season that's about to come out and I couldn't do a third season. That was, that was too much, but I came back as a veteran, uh, in the Kentucky season and, uh, you know, worked my way through, uh, through a pretty, pretty tough, um, pretty tough round uh in last chance kitchen and made it back onto the season that's so cool i actually have a girlfriend that produces top chef and yeah she yeah she's been she's been working on the the newest all-stars or whatever is about to come out um so tell me a little bit about how where you find your inspiration and how you discovered it i mean it's a cooking culinary is that is that your passion is that what you like grew up wanting to do you know I I got into culinary out of necessity it was never something that I was like I'm gonna go be a chef I'm gonna go get on television you know for me it was I was a street kid you know I grew up in in the Bay Area I grew up in in a very urban environment and uh I got put into a vocational school and when I got into that school I actually uh was was inspired by positive male role models so, you know, it's taken me a long time to understand that as a, as a, as a, as a grown adult now, but, you know, I, I think I was so, um, I was so inspired by these, these men who gave me positive compliments and reinforcement that, you know, I've, I've spent my whole career chasing that validation or, or chasing that next um, attention from that, that positive male role model who wasn't negative or, you know, something pertaining to violence or, or aggressive behavior. Mm -hmm. Uh-oh. Hello? I'm here. Oh, I the audio cut out for a second. That's crazy. Sorry. Um, well, that's really, really cool. So what, what's, what were you studying in vocational school? Uh, I actually got into culinary arts. You know, I, I figured okay. uh, at a high school level, I was going to get free food for lunch. Um, so I would eat every day because that wasn't a guarantee. Um, and, <laughs> you know, I was probably going to meet, meet some female. 
uh, which I ended up meeting my wife in, in this industry. So, you know, both things worked out pretty well. That's awesome. So do you, does your wife help you run the restaurants too? I mean, you guys have a team effort or is she in a different industry now? No, we're, we're, you know, we're, we're a hundred percent independent. So we run all our restaurants. It's, it's, it's our money. They're small businesses, they're family owned. Um, but then she has a career as well. She's, she's an amazing individual who uh, runs a, a very high profile position um, in the uh, real estate uh, industry. So, oh, wow. um, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's nonstop with the two of us. Yeah. You're very busy. My goodness. So, Tell me a little bit about the trajectory. Like what, what led you down once you were you know, obviously studying the culinary arts, but how did you get to the point where you were opening your own restaurants and then competing on top chef? I mean, that's, that's fascinating to me. No, it's, 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 it's been a roller coaster, and, you know, my path is extremely uh, unlike no other. Um, but I think all of our paths are unlike no other. I think, you know, we, we all have these individual stories that are, are extremely powerful. And, mm-hmm. you know, for me, when, when I got into vocational school and high school, there was, there was a question that was proposed to me. And it was, you know, what are you going to do at the end of high school? Because you're about to graduate and you're going to be an, an, an adult. So you can't make any more excuses. And that, that stood out for me. You know, that, yeah. was, that was one of those moments where I was like, you're, you're absolutely right. I got to figure this out. So originally I was going to go into the military and um, I got into competitive cooking at, at the high school level. Um, that competitive cooking is actually, uh, I ended up winning a $30,000 scholarship to culinary school straight out of high school. So oh, wow. um, I was able to go straight into college. Yeah, it's a blessing, you know, but, but I had to work for it. You know, nobody, nobody gave me anything. They just presented me opportunities. Yeah. Um, and I've, car- I've carried that my entire career. Um, I spent you know, 15 years running major hotels and resorts around the country, um, traveling. And um, I think at some point you make a decision that uh, the whole point of being paid a salary by a company is to make mistakes with other people's money. And once you... <laughs> That's where <laughs> I mean, really, got it. That's awesome. Yeah, real talk. Like, and I, and I, and I think, I think, you know, at some point you get to the point where, where you start to realize I'm not learning anything about finances. I'm not learning anything about my product. I'm not learning anything about management. It's time to, to go for it myself because now it's my money. I'm not going to make those same mistakes that I did in my career when I was getting paid by somebody else. Interesting perspective. That's quite fascinating. I love it. That's yeah. Part of the reason I started my own business, too, was because I was making other people very rich. And I was like, everybody's writing my name and my credibility. Why don't I do this for myself and write my own rules? So that was, you know, it was the most terrifying swing without a net kind of adventure I've ever been on in my life. Um, But I think that if something terrifies you there's a reason and you should do it you yeah know? I, I tell I tell people this every day you know I'm scared every day as a, as a business owner um, mm-hmm. I've got a lot of responsibilities on my shoulder um, I'm carrying a lot of weight and you know trying to manage that is tough but at the end of the day you know I walked up to the cliff and I jumped off and I built yeah. an airplane on the way down and I, I think that fear is what stops a lot of people from going for it you know, they're, they're scared to give up that safety net. They're scared to give up that check, that PTO, 
that that health insurance yeah. but once you jump off the cliff you realize the ledge was only three feet down interesting I really like uh the way that you're storytelling the way that you're building this I I love it you're 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 a wordsmith as well sir I <laughs> if this whole cooking thing doesn't work out for you I think you could be a writer um, you know, I, I, I love to write, you know, I, 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 I write a lot. And, um, you know, I, I had a really amazing piece get published by James Beard Foundation a couple months ago, about, you know, my journey on Top Chef, my struggles with depression, and, you know, how I'm handling that, how I'm working through that. And it just kind of gave me that, that inspiration to, to keep writing, and uh, see where that goes. So it really helps when I'm doing a lot of motivational speaking, because I work with a lot of at-risk youth. I mean, that's that's my background. That's how I got off the streets and into a, a career field. And uh, it's one of the reasons why, you know, I spend so much so much time working with, you know, young adults. They need they need mentors. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And you never know the lifelong impact you can have if you step into someone's life at the right time with the right message. You know, it's kind yeah, of absolutely. it's a huge gift. So that leads me to ask you, if you weren't a chef. And you had like bazillions of dollars and you could do anything. You had Bill Gates money. Would you still be a chef? What would you do? Um, you know, I, I think I would I would take on a full time career as, as a big brother, you know, and, and, and spend more of my time um, in the in the sectors that I volunteer in. You know, I, I think that's the most rewarding and that's the most powerful is when you can see the impact that you've made on someone by either your words or your presence. Uh, one of the greatest, one of the greatest compliments I've ever received from uh, someone was actually uh, a teacher I was working with. And, and she said, you know, brother, you've been here consistently. Thank you for being consistent in these kids' lives. And, and that was just, that stood out, you know, still to this day. That's awesome. Yeah, that's a huge compliment just showing up it's it seems so easy but it's not so um that's a great answer I love it so any any regrets anything that you learned that you look back on and you're like oh man I misstepped there and I wish I could go back and do that over or just something you've learned that you wouldn't do in the future yeah you know reflection is a big thing um you know there's a couple of things I, I think the first is at the end of the day, I wish I wouldn't have chased other people's validation. I never had the self-confidence to think that I was enough. I had such a victim's mentality from my childhood that I never felt I deserved to be there or to be accepted or to be mm. considered. And that's something that stands out for me still to this day is um, not to chase the validation, to, to you know, clap for yourself because your haters won't. And, and that yeah. that's something that, I, I would tell my younger self is you don't need their validation. You are, you're already validated. You know, that's, that's a really beautiful sentiment. And I think um, a lot of people struggle with that child that's on the inside that was hurt and nobody ever was able to help that child, you know? And now as an adult, yeah. you look back and you're like, okay, I'm telling the six-year-old inside of me that it's okay. Everything's going to be yeah. fine. And paying that forward in the way that you're doing with working with at-risk at youth, and that's that's huge. And that makes so many positive ripple effects. So I'm wondering if, since you kind of touched on it, 
if you can give an experience, um, an example of when you turned a negative experience or process or time in your life into something that is a positive memory. Yeah. Yeah. You know, my, my brother and I, um, come from the same story and, you know, we choose different paths for me. My past is not an excuse. Um, I choose not to be who I was and it doesn't make me who I am. So I think every day you have the opportunity to, to, to write a new story. I mean, you get this blank page every day, um, to not sit there and, 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 look at, you know, what happened to you and, and prevent you from being great. Um, you know, my, my background doesn't, it doesn't stop me. And I, and I think a lot of people let it stop them. Um, you know, on a general scale versus just an individual example, Mm -hmm. um, like life, we all, we all have the same 24 hours. Yeah. So like, what are you doing with yours? Yeah, no. And you're right. Coming through a victim mentality, to a position of strength on your own, um, that's huge. And, and it is a struggle for a lot of people to be able to pull themselves out of that space. But it sounds to me like you've become pretty good at it. Um, you seem like you live a pretty positive existence. You know, I, I, I try to. Yeah, every day is hard, obviously. You know, demons are demons and, and they, don't go to what, they don't go away. Um, but it's it's finding the right help it's it's being comfortable with going to a therapy session and getting things out and getting clarity and being able to reflect Mm -hmm. and and find find the reasoning why you know i I think for a long time our generation was very um i survived we had we had a i survived mentality Mm -hmm. i got through it and and i don't think today's generation needs that message i i think today's generation needs uh, what are you doing for your community you know, what are you doing to give back? Yeah. And, and that's what we have to, to kind of pay for it. So, you know, it's just where I'm constantly thinking about that um, in my day to day. Yeah. This, it's fantastic. I'm so impressed. Your, your attitude and your outlook is just so healthy and honest at the same time, because you've touched on, you know, seeing a therapist or struggling with depression. And those are things that people don't often share or talk about. Um, and I think that we're improving societally where we are having those open conversations. But I think with what you're doing to empower the next generation, being honest with where you feel like you've struggled is a huge way to humanize yourself and create credibility and really shine a brighter light for the people you're trying to impact positively. And I think that, I mean, gosh, that's just, that's just awesome. I just love it. Um, I, I, <laughs> I feel like we have some similarities in that. So what would you want uh, the listening audience to know about you? Um, you know, I think I'm, I'm a real person. And I, and I think that's, that's something we need more of. We, we live through other people's greatest hits with social media today. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's not reality. You're measuring yourself against someone's modified reality, you know, their perception, and, and we're making it our own. And, and I, I think we need more honesty uh, coming from people that have platforms. So, you know, I'm, I'm real on my social media. I put it out there. Um, I'm not ashamed of it, but I think that's the first step is getting past the shame of your past mm-hmm. 
so you can embrace the the greatness yeah and take take what you've learned from it too as an opportunity for personal growth instead of yeah, yeah it's huge it's huge yeah i you know your your story's not your story's not meant for you you know as hard as it is to talk about as hard as it is to to relive or or go through those memories or go through those emotions you have to share your story out loud because somebody else is going to hear that story and walk away with ins- inspiration and and change their lives and and that's what it's about it's not for you that re- that statement resonates with me quite a bit because i only recently came to terms with my own personal demons and I, I had this platform, I started this um, conference and foundation for women in the food and beverage industry. And I realized that if mm. I wasn't standing up and talking about my experience that drove me to create this foundation for women, that I wasn't being authentic and I wasn't being honest. So I bared my yeah. soul and it was it was hard to put it in writing. It was harder to even say it out loud in front of all the women attending my conference. But I was like, this is it. This is the ugly. And this is something beautiful I'm doing out of the ugly. And it yeah, was... It's, it's powerful. Powerful and terrifying. Oh, my gosh. So terrifying. <laughs> you know how yeah, it is. <laughs> it's, it's hard to get up there. It's hard to get up there and, 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 and share that, that pain. Yeah. Um, but but the reward is the back end of it of after that speech where people walk up to you and say thank you yes. or or you get those social media messages or emails that you know you changed my life i mean you you don't realize the 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 platforms that we have and and how far they reach i i'm blown away and i think doing television shows like top chef kind of taught me how far those shows can actually go mm-hmm. so like instead of just focusing on the entertainment side or the ego side like let's talk about some real stuff yeah absolutely absolutely because it's only by being honest about the unpleasant that we can truly find the happy that lies yeah. with just that that weight that's taken off of you when you're open and honest about it and it's very cathartic like i've I've managed to heal quite a bit by doing what I'm doing and yeah. and that is impactful. Um, and I know that it can be impactful on others too. So tell me if, uh, if people want to learn more about you, learn about your restaurants, hire you for, to speak to them publicly, whatever it is, how do you want people to reach you? Um, you know, I, I think in today's age, the easiest way is always to to sh- hit, hit somebody up on on Instagram. Um, you know, at Chef Brother Luck is my is my user across the board uh, for all platforms. Um, but you can also shoot me an email over at info at fourbybrotherluck dot com, and that's spelt out F O U R. Um, you know, but that that's the big thing, man. We us as as business owners now, we have the ability to change culture. Yes. And, and I think that's one of the things I take most serious as, as a business owner is, you know, we have, we can change the culture, we can change the feelings, we can change the, the, the patterns that exist. And, you know, I, I, every day is an opportunity with, with, you know, your staff. So don't limit yourself. Absolutely. No. And, and especially in this industry, it's a, it's a hard industry. The, the hours are long and hard and, if you're always on your feet and it's, it's, oof, it can be awesome yeah, and it nope. can be hard. 
and, and, and I love that you touch on, you know, what you're doing with your foundation, because I think that's, that's an area that's getting attention. You know, uh, women in the industry have, have gone through trials and tribulations and, and, you know, no excuse for some of the things that have happened. And one of the things that I, I wanted to focus on, especially as, you know, a husband, wife ownership group is, is how do we do, how do we change that with our team members? You know, cause I have a lot of young women that work in our, in our restaurant and our kitchen, they're in leadership roles and, you know, how do we protect them? How do we inspire them? And how do we get them to embrace their inner strength to change the ones underneath them? So, you know, one of the things that we actually just did is, you know, I can never speak to that personally as a, as a male, but, you know, my greatest, my greatest mentors were women. And I, I reached out to Tanya Holland, uh, who is, is very, very big in the industry on speaking um, up for, for women of color and, and women in the industry. And uh, she's coming out to do a dinner uh, next month. And I'm so excited just to put her in a room with, uh, with the, the young professional uh, female staff. Um, I can't wait for them to hear her speak because it's, it's powerful. That's awesome. Congratulations. I love that. It's fantastic. So um, I want to thank you so much for doing this with me today. I really appreciate it. It's been a pleasure getting to know you more. Um, and yeah, I hope everybody has a great day. And yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, and have a fantastic week. <laughs> and thank you all for tuning in to Lawler Out Loud, Mixing Up the Mainstream. <laughs>